Welcome back to the Cocktails and Culture podcast with myself, Brigithia Ray. And I'm Benjamin Coy. And we are so happy to be here with you again yes, for another week. Always. What episode is this? This number is seven. 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 Yes. Wow, y'all. That's biblical. It is. We, we've made it this far. <laughs> we have made this far. We made we're this so far. glad. Yes, yeah. we're so glad. We're having so much fun with this, guys, as you probably can tell. We hope you all are also enjoying it, whether yes. you're viewing it on video or you're, watch, or you're listening on audio. We hope that you are enjoying it um, and able to just dive into our discussions that we have. Yes. But most importantly, we want you guys to join in the conversation. Yes. So follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Chat with us. Make sure you comment down below. Um, answer the questions and join the convo. This yes. is cocktails and culture. culture. Yes, yeah. we want you, we want you guys to be a part of the conversation for yes. sure. Yes. So let's get into these drinks, honey. Okay. So I know last week we promised, <laughs> uh, which is why we probably shouldn't promise. But yeah. today again, we are sticking with what we know, babes. Yeah, we are. Tequila is that girl. She is the she top is. girl. I do apologize. She's we're the gonna moment. with tequila. But next week. Next week. Next week, we're going to have you a new drink. Anyway, today is yes. based on fruit, as always, um, with tequila base. So, yes. um, I think I did test it, but is it too sweet? It's a little sweet, but it's not bad. Well, I don't know what's in yours, baby, because mine has a nice kick. Okay. No, it has a kick, but it is sweet. Mm. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. So. Carisha, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, our fae, one of our faves, has her new show, Carisha, please, as we all know, Young yes. Miami from the City Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and in her fifth episode, or whatever number episode. I think it's three or four. Maybe three? Yeah. Anyway, she invited her duo, her partner, JT, mm-hmm. to join her on the show and the one and only Saucy Santana. Yes. Um, and as you probably all know, they are all really good friends. Mm-hmm. And so it, the conversation was so candid, first of all, and it really brought up a lot of like feelings um, mm-hmm. between them, between the three of them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like what made the conversation or what made the show like so successful and so just like nice to watch is that it truly was a candid conversation. Mm-hmm. And on one side, you saw that these are like celebrities mm-hmm. having this conversation. Yeah. But you also felt like, or at least I felt like I was talking to my best friends. Like I yeah, feel like same. what they were talking about was like stuff I talk about when, mm-hmm. you know, it was me and the girls and we, you know. Very are, relatable. You know, very, very relatable content. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I agree with you that it was very candid. I felt like we were a part of the conversation. Um, and I thought like some of the conversations they were having just in general about their friendship, about how this person may act with certain situations and how this person responds, or this is a friend I call for Mm -hmm. serious stuff. This friend I call for, I need to laugh or Mm -hmm. advice or whatever. So it just made me kind of like think of like, well, which one am I? Or like, am I a mix? A are little you, bit. Do you think you're a mix? What do you think you are? I think I'm a. I think I'm a little bit of a mix because I'm definitely an introvert for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm comfortable with people that I know, but definitely introvert. Like how JT was kind of describing of like she doesn't always care to be a part of the stuff mm-hmm. that's going on, and that's kind of me. Um, I do love to have a good time, but like I don't know. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I don't care as much to like 
be in the mix. To be in the mix of everything, especially mm-hmm. when you have a friend group and y'all have like other friends mm-hmm. and it's like a mix. So I don't always care for that. Um, when I was younger, I feel like I did maybe, but now I just, mm-hmm. I really don't care to like be yeah. a part. I feel like you can call me when you really like you really need something. Like I'm a party with you. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Oh, <laughs> One thing yeah. only I'm a party with you. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, babe. <laughs> but if I'm not in the mood, I'm just really yeah. not in the mood. Mm-hmm. And if you are like my my dog, like if you if you got an issue with somebody, I mean, especially if you brought them around me, I really mm-hmm. it's just like mm, okay, mm-hmm. girl. I would say for me, I would say I'm also a little bit of both, Mm -hmm. and I could already feel my friends judging me by saying this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like, I really am an extroverted introvert, or introverted extroverted. Mm -hmm. I really do play on both sides. Yeah. Um, More extrovert than not, but I'm definitely like, I don't really have to be in the mix. I prefer to be. Mm -hmm. I like to be out and have a good time. Yeah. Um, But there are certain times where I'm like... No, I'm going to just be in yeah. the house or just completely fall off the face of the earth and nobody knows where I am and know what yeah. I'm doing. But really, y'all, I'll be in my bed. Like, no, just for being real. quiet, like, <laughs> dark, me and my dog just chilling. Just chilling, um, yeah. And I feel like they'll, it's, it's, maybe it's not me being an introvert. Maybe it's just me being, like, maybe it's just me you like recharging. Your, your time, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I would be in the middle. But mm-hmm. If I, okay, between the two of us, who is JT and who is Carisha? Um, or who's Santana? Um, I don't know. I feel like Santana was holding back a little bit. I think so too. I think he was holding back. I, I think, think he was so a little too. nervous. Um, maybe for the, in front of the camera or whatever. I think he was holding back a little bit. And obviously, what you see on social media is not someone's complete personality. Mm-hmm. But I think Miami and uh, JT was a, a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. I think that you are probably more Carisha. I, I and I'm agree. more JT. I would agree. Um, yeah, I think that I'm probably more JT's personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like how, like, Santana and Carisha kind of got her to, like, open up a little bit on why, like, you know, she doesn't always, like, want to start new ventures on her own. Mm-hmm. Like, Carisha's done a, f- a few different things that she's kind of started outside of the City Girls. Mm-hmm. And not to separate them, but just because they're their own person and, like, they both have different lives. Yeah. But you know, she just has. I mean, me and her are different in those cases because we. I probably be doing. I be doing like a thousand things at once. Yeah. But just as far as personality wise, I think we have similar personality traits. I think um, yes. I'll, as I'll, a friend, I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. But yes, another thing that another thing that JT brought up or that Carisha brought up in the show was um, people's comments, like on social media and just in general on Carisha mm-hmm. doing all these things like the show and you know like her brand deals and whatever mm-hmm. and just being like forward facing um and how why not how but asking why is JT not doing the same thing asking mm-hmm. why is J- J- JT not you know in front of us like Carisha is and to some at one point I thought they were breaking up mm-hmm. um just because Carisha did start to do Other things, like a lot yeah. of stuff um, and in the same vein, like Chloe and Hallie, I thought they were breaking up, but apparently they're still having music or whatever. So I think for the girls of us that think that way or that think they're breaking up just because we don't see them together all the time. Yeah, they're not. They're but I think to me, it kind of was a testament to like friendship as you grow older. Yeah. Um, because I was, I've been having this conversation with one of my friends recently and like, Sometimes you just really and truthfully grow apart from people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to mean that it's like, 
in a bad way or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's just like sometimes every like you're just not always gonna be on the same path yeah. as your friend that you think that you will be friends with for your whole life. Sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And the communication may change. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you get more priorities. Mm-hmm. You may start having children. You get into a serious relationship. Yeah. You may move away. Like, mm-hmm. your relationship changes with people as you grow older and you have more responsibility and your life continues to grow. Mm-hmm. So I think JT is just probably at a different space. And yeah. Miami is just more outgoing than yeah. JT is. I mean, Santana said it the best that JT really has been through... A lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, She's been through a lot. I'm sure that has a lot to do with, like, what she said. I don't have any desire to be all out in the public. I just want to chill and be in my house. She said I'm going to be with my man and my dog and all that stuff. And I feel that, like... Sometimes you just she's sitting at home making money. Why is that? Right. Not, why is why is that such a bad thing? Her man paying the bills. She's being taken bills. care of. She they don't have kids. Yeah, they're still in their twenties. They're just chilling. Mm-hmm. And like she was saying, like I do want to go to the club and have fun and twerk, but I don't want you to record me. Yeah, like everybody is different. Thing. That's another thing yeah. that I thought about. I was like, okay. Well, maybe is it that JT really is an introvert, or is it that fame has changed her into an introvert. Oh, I definitely think it's Because she was her. also bringing up good points about yeah. Twitter mm-hmm. um, and how cancel culture and all that stuff, mm-hmm. how that derived, and how back in the day, Twitter was a mess. And I mean, yeah. it is today, but like, back in the day, all that stuff people are saying, or that people were saying, within reason, mm-hmm. okay, was just like the... It was Twitter. Yeah. You know, you talk about your faves and then you want go buy their mm-hmm. albums the next day. Right. Like, that's just what it was. And you don't really think about it. You don't really think about it. And they didn't think about it because they were, you know, regular, regular people. people. Right. Um, and then she said that when she, and that this was happening, or this transition of Twitter happened while she was in jail. Mm-hmm. And she said that when she got out of jail and she went back to her old tweeting ways. And at that point, obviously, they were the city girls. Like, they mm-hmm. were the city girls. And so then she started, she started to get a lot of a lot more scrutiny, yeah, because of what she was saying. So I'm thinking like, is she truly an introvert? No, I don't think so. Cause I, I mean, she's. I think she is one now, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think, like she said, like you know, from people bringing up old tweets, or she's nervous about like you can get insecure, even more insecure when you're in fame and you're in the spotlight because it's like everything you do, you're. You don't know how people are going to look. Does my outfit look okay? Does my body look okay? Does my face look okay? Is my hair okay? Like, and like, you know, you're getting judged constantly. Constantly. So it's like, that can like, you know, bring someone down to be like, you know, I can't be myself. Cause she was saying like a couple years ago, I didn't care. Like I was doing me, I was having fun. I was, you know, living my life. But now it's just like a different thing because everyone is like, all eyes are on her right now so i don't know i think i think it's tough and i it sucks like that's always i will always say that i would never want to be famous just rich for me personally yeah actually would i want to be famous or do well first of all no i don't be famous let's start there i don't be famous i would rather have a craft that i do very well well, yeah that i do very well Mm -hmm. that i do very well and be known for that yeah, same. Do same. I want fame? Yeah. I don't know so much that I want fame. Mm-hmm. I think paparazzi's a fun thing. 
<laughs> in theory, paparazzi theory, seems like a yeah. fun thing. But like the way I dress when I'm walking my dog, I do not need TMZ right, following me. Following you for that, yeah. You know, I don't want yeah, them to see what I be wearing at Starbucks. And I admire those people <laughs> that are like the industry knows them. I would but like, like to do they're that. not like super yeah. paparazzi, like all in their face. I like, think I would like that. More just often. be like you said, very well known mm-hmm. in their crafts, like the behind the scenes yes. person. They their accolades are building up mm-hmm. but they're not always in front of the camera that's that's what i mean maybe i mean maybe even once in the blue moon even if right. i zoo get in front of the camera right. i can still rock it ah period but um <laughs> but yeah i don't think i don't know about the fame part i think if yeah. i did become famous i would probably like a beyonce famous i would be Trust famous me. for my craft is beyonce no, okay, now, i don't mean craft. beyonce like <laughs> On her level, but I just like the way that she handles publicity. Like not her private. Yeah, I would do that. Stuff out there. I would definitely do that. Yeah, I love the people like I don't know, like Lena Waithe. I, mean, or I would like, love to be on Beyonce's level. I don't right. Know, put that in the air, but go ahead. <laughs> I love people like um, Lena Waithe or like Ava DuVernay or like people that are like they're very successful and they're known for their mm-hmm. craft. Or like Melina Masaku's, like mm-hmm. those people, like they've done so much for the culture, but they're not like. Mm-hmm. Paparazzi all in their yeah. business, but they've done so much Lena? impactful work. Lena's not as much as like Lena Waithe. Yeah, is definitely in paparazzi's view. I mean, yeah, but I feel like she's not like I. I have never seen like a whole bunch of drama about her. I mean, I know like yeah. her and her wife got divorced. I mean, like of course, if you're around celebrities and you're in the mix, people are gonna like. Mm-hmm. Know who you are. Like they know who Ava is. They know who yeah. Melina is. Melina's worked done most a lot but of I Beyonce's mean, videos. Like if someone saw them in public, they would want to take a picture. I would. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, you wouldn't want like, that either. Yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm just saying as far as people in my personal life. Gotcha. Because like we don't really we don't really know all what they got going on. No. Like we don't. But they're You're right. they're You're successful, right. really don't know. powerful. They have their stuff going on. They've made. They've continue to build their accolades up but it's still like it's still Issa Rae is also a perfect example Issa Rae is a actually Issa Rae is a perfect example perfect example yeah like she is well known but but still okay yes but still if paparazzi saw her they would take pictures of her yeah but no that's not what I don't mean about paparazzi I'm I'm saying personal I'm saying personal life because if you're seen in these lights like Issa's with all these huge celebrities she's a celebrity herself but you don't Issa won't even wear her wedding ring. <laughs> like she act like she was at somebody else's wedding for her own wedding. Talking about oh, that's, so I, cool. that's like an impromptu photo shoot with a wedding dress. Like she doesn't <laughs> even allow us to be and all honestly, up in that. Honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, did she like model for no weddings wedding. or bridal weddings? I'm She's like, so what? But I love that about her because it's like you have to protect mm-hmm. your peace. Like you do, you give so much. And it's like I want to have my relationship and children and all that, that to myself, yeah. right? And my family, like even like like Cardi, she protects her family so much. She always says that, like she doesn't like her mom, her dad, and all that being in paparazzi and like all that stuff. Like she keeps her family really locked in, like you know her, you know her parents and stuff like that. But yeah, so I definitely would rather be rich yeah. and successful than famous for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, I believe, well, this week I'll just say, Adrienne Bailon and her husband, Israel Houghton, announced their um, arrival of their new baby. 
So it was. When is she? She wasn't. She's not pregnant. Oh. So she had a surrogate. She had some issues like with okay. IVF and like having a baby and all that for a couple years now since they've been married. I think it's been like five years. And they've she's talked about like on the real about her wanting a baby and all that or whatever. But yeah, so they finally had a baby. I'm so happy for her. Yes, I'm so happy for her. I love Ajan. She's so she, sweet. First of all, she, yeah, she is very sweet. Beautiful. I love her. I'm glad that she is now a mother mm-hmm. and that Israel is now a father. I love their little yes. YouTube situation. That was so fabulous. Um, but Adrian, I'm also very proud of her for another reason because mm-hmm. her and a couple other, like a very small amount of Disney stars are yeah. doing so, so well. well. Yeah. I'm yeah. very happy to hear her like just thriving. Thriving, yeah. Doing, having her own. Yeah, I mean, so many child stars that are like yeah. not, didn't yeah. have the best experience and didn't have those protectors, like family mm-hmm. wise, like a Britney Spears, or like yeah. people, Amanda Bynes, or people like that. Like that just didn't have, um, just didn't have that support um, around them. But no, mm-hmm. really happy for Adrian and yeah. Israel. New baby. They named the baby Ever Houghton. Houghton, yeah. Ever? Like Ever. E-V-E-R? Yes. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Y'all know celebrities name their kids. Interesting. Blue Ever. And okay, Lord. <laughs> and Saint. Well, Saint now, is like, okay, Blue? regular. Blue Ivy. That's the name. That is a name. That, I, know I, I know I sound like a Beyonce fan. I don't care. But that's the name. Blue Ivy? I would not name my kid Blue. I don't think it's a bad name, her but name I feel like... Blue. Her name is Blue Ivy. Ivy. You it gotta is. say everything. You, you're right. You're right. But I still feel like that's a celebrity kid's name. Yeah. Like, it's not North like a normal... Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like North. North, like, West. Chicago. Like, who names your kid Chicago? a celebrity baby name. Yeah. I feel like it's a celebrity name for sure. If you're a celebrity, what's your name your baby? Do I want to tell you my my future baby no, name? We no, we want to wait. Mm-hmm. We gonna wait. We gonna wait because they gonna, gonna take wait. Them. They, they gonna take my baby name. Mm-mm, I'm not telling y'all. What would you name? Would you would you keep a name? Child, do I want kids? That's the oh, first question. Oh, I forgot. Uncle, do Pucci. I want them? I love being an uncle though. I love being an uncle. I can't because you know I I love I love my nephew. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Uncle Ben or Uncle Trey really like kids. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. Dogs is probably enough for me. Yeah. Dogs are a lot of work, too. Yeah. Kids? I don't know. Kids make me nervous. Because, like, this is, like, a little life. Mm-hmm. And you are responsible for yeah. developing it yeah. to be a good human. Mm-hmm. That, I feel, is a lot of pressure. Oh, for sure. Like, and, I mean, I could I could do it by just modeling how I, you know, how I am, darling. <laughs> But, like, I feel like sometimes that's not enough. You have to, like... Yeah. Well, I don't you... Know. I don't feel like and no one is perfect, so... Right. You do the best as you can. Right. And and, um, and, and you're right. That And that's my yeah. thing, right? Well, first of all, I'm young. I'm 24, so I yeah. can't even see myself having a child right now, okay? <laughs> yeah. But um, I think I would want to be perfect. Obviously, yeah. you can't. Yeah, you can't. Same. But I would want to be. I like. I would want my child to be like. My childhood was so fabulous. Yeah. And my adulthood is also fabulous because my dad was just amazing. fabulous and amazing. No, same. I think about that a lot too. It's like, yeah. oh, I just want to raise my kid right. Like, I don't want them yeah. to be like spoiled, but I don't mm. want them to struggle. And I, it's just like yeah. so much, so much, like so much stuff that 
like, and I've been seeing a lot of stuff about like soft parenting and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Soft parenting. It's basically like, well, I don't know. If, well, I'm assuming because you're from the South that your parents were the same way, but like, they're just like, I said so. Like, I'm the adult. Oh, I um, you doing it because I told you to? to yeah, do? like basically. Okay. So soft parenting. No. <laughs> <laughs> soft parenting is like, let's say if your kid keeps getting in trouble or getting bad grades in school or something like that. And, like, normally our parents, we may be used to them saying, like, you better get this together or you're going to get your behind whipped. Okay. Versus soft parenting would be like, well, what is going on that mm. you are acting out in school? Is someone mm. teasing you? Are you having something personal going on? Are you mm. dealing with something internally? Or, like, what's going on? Or, you know, like, allowing them to express themselves a little bit more versus, like, I'm the parent. I'm right. You're wrong. No, shut up. What would you do? I feel like it has to be a balance for me. That yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I really can't imagine me bargaining with a five year old about (laughs) like too much. (laughs) I'll give you this. Yeah. Please, can you clean your room? Because if you clean your room, like. mm, I definitely think I I definitely would say hard parenting or whatever the opposite part. I feel like that sets the foundation. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like. I'm telling you to do this because I am the authority. Yeah. And this is how it's going to go because later down the line, yeah. you'll understand of you'll understand more why I am right saying this. Right. But I feel like growing up, I feel like my parents were honestly a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um now, I mean, it, it also depended on what it was. What it was, yeah. You know? uh, but I definitely remember like my parents asking me you know, what was going on, if there was mm-hmm. any other reason. Now, if there was no other reason, then they'd be like, okay, well then, why are you acting up like this in school? Exactly. Now, versus if there was a reason, oh, well, this kid is picking on me or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, then we're going to find options yeah. to stop that so that I can continue to do what I got to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I see the benefits of both, but I definitely would say with a five-year-old or with someone who is less than fifth grade, <laughs> maybe less than fourth grade. Right. Get in that room and clean that room up before I... Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I definitely think it has to be a balance. <laughs> I feel like my parents were like a mix kind of too. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was more lenient. Okay. And my mom was a little bit more strict. Mm-hmm. But she still... It wasn't necessarily always like a... Because some parents really be on some like... You're just absolutely wrong and I'm right. Yeah. Like, my mom wasn't completely that way. Like, it was just like a... I mean, I know I had to listen to my mom, but, like, it just wasn't, like, sometimes she would ask me, like, well, how come, you know, how come your feelings was hurt? How come you was crying about this? Or how come you were upset about that? Mm -hmm. But I feel like it it does have to be a balance, because I remember my grandmother always would say when I was little. Shout out to the grandma. Shout out to the grandma. My grandma would always say, um, because I would ask my grandma so many questions, like, so what did you do when you grow up? And Mm -hmm. when did you have your first boyfriend? And all of this. And she always used to say... When she was a kid, children were to be seen, not heard. So you couldn't ask. She was like, I always wanted to just ask my grandparents stuff. And I wouldn't ask, like, bad things. But it was just, I was just curious, like, wow. Like, my grandparents were married since they were 16, Mm -hmm. I believe. 16? 16? Oh, my gosh. That's how my my great-grandparents have been married since they were 
I think my grandma was 16 and my granddad was mm-hmm. 19 or 18 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they were married for almost was, like, 60 back years. Back in the 40s, back in the 30s. Right. Don't be trying to come from my parents. Right. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Right. Um, but yeah, she told me that. And I was like, wow, that was interesting because my grandmother told me like how her and my grandfather met. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm so happy that I have all these stories that I know of like my grandparents' love story mm-hmm. and like. You know, my grandfather would tell me stories about him sneaking in the house when he was younger, Ooh, and his right. mom ca- catching him and stuff <laughs> like stuff like that. I think is great to to share, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of stuff is just obviously traditional, passed yeah. down families and whatever. But I definitely think it has to be a balance. Like, mm-hmm. you need to do what I say, yeah. but like, if I notice a behavior that's not the norm of my child, then I'm gonna, of course wonder like okay ask them what's, what's going, going on, on like is everything okay but yeah. it has to be a balance it definitely has to be a balance but to your point about asking the questions mm-hmm. to your authorities or whatever i feel like part of the reason why some people may be reluctant to share those parts or to share or to answer questions that are that may be a lot is i don't know maybe it's weird to say this but like when you know a lot about people's life, it kind of, I don't say dehumanizes them, mm-hmm. but it like, it makes them more relatable. It makes yeah. them more like, you know, you did it. I, I know what you did back in the day when you was my age and I'm mm-hmm. kind of doing it too. So we just, we have something, we have some mm-hmm. common ground. And I feel like some parents or some parental figures don't want to have that common ground. They want to continue to be that authority that tells you so on and so forth. So I feel right. like. I definitely agree that I would like to have, you know, a balance. Because yeah. I'm a person, you're a person. At the end of the day, we are literally just atoms that have been put together. Literally. That are living and breathing on literally. a flying rock. Literally. So, like. Literally. I don't remember if I said this before, but I was watching um, a couple, it was like last year or something like that. It was an episode of Red Table. And they were talking about, like, parenting and stuff like that. And it's always stick with me. Um, Gammy, which is Jada's mom, she mm-hmm. was saying um, that basically when it comes to like forgiving your parents or something like that for different things that you may have been upset about growing up or something like that, like obviously no one is perfect. But on top of that, like literally before we got here, our parents were just like souls in this world mm-hmm. and they were just like us. Like my mom had me at 28, 29, mm-hmm. oh my, God, my age. Right, now. right. So like she was just like living her life like me. Wow. And it's like, when you have a kid, like, you're not going to perfect, that was her first kid, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to perfectly know every every little thing or how you do something, and then you have passed down things from your own life mm-hmm. and your own traumas, and you're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But as that, I feel like that kind of just reminded me, and kind of as you get older, to just remi- remember those things when we, especially if you're not a parent yet, I feel like, because sometimes we could be like, oh, well, I don't understand why my dad did this and my mom did this. Mm-hmm. And not that you shouldn't hold people accountable because you absolutely yeah, should, for should. sure, even if it's your parent. But I think it just reminds me to, like, keep in mind that, like, both of my parents were just people in this world before I got here. Yes. They literally are winging it. I was both of their first child. They, just was, they were just figuring it out along their way. And... I don't know. And as you meet, you get older and you meet other people, you're like, oh, thank God for my parents, Lord. Child. Especially when I'm to college, I'm like, good Lord. No, especially especially when when your friends or your people your age become yes. parents. It's no shade. But mm-hmm. you'd be like, ooh. 
Right. <laughs> thank Oof. you, Lord. I nice. see, like, man, my mom was so all up in my business, but I'm like, thank you, God, that she yeah. was all up in my business. Because yeah. I used to want some of my, or peers, I would just see where their parents just let them do whatever they want. And I just used to be so annoyed that my mom, mm-hmm. like, if I spend a night at somebody's house, my mom want to go in there and meet the mom and all that. I'm like, girl. I mean, but not, some, not sometimes. You, That's necessary. No, it's absolutely necessary, you know, 100%. True, yeah. But at the time, just, when like, I was 13, 14, something like that, I'm like, girl, something I'm going to be like, because I don't let my daughter run the streets, like, so I need to know what she's going to be doing. Like, Period. my mom was all up, like. Period. And then most of the time, she'd be like, they could come over here. Sometimes, oh, yeah. like it would be like that too. Now, see, I was my okay, my mm, I was a they can come over here type of person, mm-hmm. like as a child, mm-hmm. no shade, but I very rarely went Same. out went to someone else's house, right? I had a couple night. friends, like my I, best yeah. friends that I would like, go to their house, very, very best friends, yeah. oftentimes from the church that I would yeah. go to their house, they would come to mine, but most times, they would come to yours. Yeah, I feel like my house was the favorite too with my friends. And stuff I had like a lot that of too. toys, yeah. Yeah, I had and I was only child for a long time, mm-hmm. for a while. So this past week, uh, Megan Thee Stallion released her album Traumazine. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes, mm-hmm. um, she released the album, um, and she had this like very personal conversation with Ebro from Hot ninety seven and. Nebraska, I believe her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, she had, she's a, another journalist, and Megan, I guess she reached out to them and asked them to, like, can we have, like, hmm. one-on-one interview with both you guys in a room together? Okay. They did it on Apple Music, um, because she said those two journalists are the ones that she feels the most comfortable with, and, like, I they have that. productive conversations, and they make her feel like she can open up. So, yeah, so, no, I'm happy that she found, like, some people that she felt connected to. And she said that's the only, like, interview that she is going to do. Really? Um, yeah. Period, man. Period. Period. You ain't even got to do nothing. Yeah, Beyonce says. era. I know that's Period. right. Yeah, because I feel like with all the stuff she's had going on, I think, mm-hmm. obviously, you pay attention to, oh, well, this, you know, outlet was joking about the situations. Yeah, I and I know she had a lot of that going on, so... Yeah, Maybe true. some of these other outlets were like being insensitive, which I wouldn't be surprised if they were because so many people oh were. Oh my gosh! That, so I had a realization. Okay, so is this the is this album at all a response to the situation with Oh Boy? Yeah, I think it has some. Oh. I mean, I'm not gonna say she dedicated it to him, but I mean, yeah, but you know, it but just, it's about trauma. Wow. So it's about all the things she's been through. Um, it was actually a nice um, interview. It wasn't too long, and I think it was good because she really, on this album, like, obviously we're used to, like, hearing Meg mm-hmm. make just twerk songs and, yeah. you know, talk her stuff, whatever. But in this album, she really, like, opened up mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about, you know, life after her mom okay. passing. Because that, that's a very specific yes. experience, yeah. And then her father has passed a couple years really? back already. So she doesn't have either of her oh. parents. So she talked about, and I was like super emotional just hearing, because she was just saying how like, when she'd be thinking about it sometimes, she'll have like that aha moment of like, damn, I don't have like somebody to call. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, I mean, I, I can't say everybody, because everybody doesn't have a relationship with their parents. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, I know when I'm, when I want someone's opinion about something mm-hmm. that matters to me the most, I'm going to call my mom. Like, you know, or, you know, if I want to ask my dad something, I could talk to my dad or something like that. So I literally feel for her because, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine not having both 
let alone, you know, that's, it's a lot, you know? So it was a really vulnerable conversation. She got a little emotional about it. Um, and she just, you know, she said she just realized how much of an impact her mom had, like, on her career and how her mom would, like, make sure things were in order. Even when she was sick, she would be like, no, still go do those shows. Still, you know, keep yourself up. Like, keep going, keep going. Don't try to stop because of me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sick. I'm not, Nothing is going to change at this moment. Um, and then she also, of course, talked about the album, mm-hmm. how she, you know, finally just felt comfortable with opening up. So she did talk, you know, took a little couple of digs on that situation. Mm-hmm. Um and then she brought up the fact that people were saying um, that her flow is the same. <laughs> and she said she doesn't think her flow is the same. She feels that she just has a deep voice and she's Southern. She's from Texas and she doesn't have the same mean? flow. But I personally feel like she definitely has the same. Yeah. Now, Megan can rap. Let's Megan can rap. Not we're get not taking that away from her, but yeah. The but flow it's most is definitely the same. the same flow. Yeah. There have been moments and times, a lot, yeah. where I am like in the car rapping one song mm-hmm. to another song. Yes. And it it's the same. continues. Between like, the songs, the freestyles, yeah. everything, it's literally the yeah. same. It's the same flow. Um, I think an example of someone switching up their flow constantly is obviously Nikki. Okay. Doja Cat. Doja. Doja switches up the flow. JT done did it a couple times on certain songs. But I'm talking people that have been doing this as far as rappers go, like Mm -hmm. women. Definitely, like, I'm trying to think of who else. I'm I'm sure there's many others. But... I can't think of any. Yeah, but Nicki definitely, like, can switch it up at a drop of a dime. Mm -hmm. Like, easily switch it up. And I think Doja also... So in this album, did she attempt to switch switch it up? I mean, she has different sounds, so that her song is obviously like oh, a house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a different sound, but it's still Megan. Like, I don't feel like... Mm, I'm it's not really a same. fan of that song. Yeah, I don't really love it either. I haven't listened to the album in its entirety. Yeah. Um, I listen to a few songs. I don't love the album. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I like the visuals. The rollout. Yeah, the visuals, yeah. yeah. I like the creativity of yeah. the way it looks. Yeah. But I, I can't say... And then she honestly said, too, like, this album really was for her. Like, for her to get whatever she has to get off her chest, and that's really for her audience. I mean, she hopes that everyone loves it, but, mm-hmm. like, it was really for her to be able to, like, vent. And I think that's important. Um, so, no, it's not my favorite Megan album. Mm-hmm. But I think that she definitely was very vulnerable, and I still have to, like, finish listening to the entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as what I heard, is a couple songs that I like, um, but... We'll see. I'll listen to the rest. But no, it was a great interview, though. Like, she was very vulnerable, very open. And I think, obviously, a lot of people can relate to her. Well, whenever Beyonce releases releases her Renaissance chokehold, um, I will definitely get into it and see what it's giving. (laughs) I saw one of the videos. I saw the video for her, or part of the video for the Her song. Mm -hmm. Um, It did not entice me to want to continue. (laughs) But I definitely want to give it a listen. I mean, listen... Losing a parent is one thing. Losing both of them has to be... And then for her to be so young. Mm -hmm. And, like, I really... I resonate with everything that she said. You know, it's no secret that my mom passed away a couple years ago. And it realizing what life is like after her passing has been very... A couple years ago. That was last year. Realizing, like, what life is after her has been very... Yeah. 
weird, mm-hmm. uncomfortable, difficult. Just because I am like, I find myself driving down the street or just like doing random things. Like, oh, I'm going to call my mom and see what she think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't have that, right? Yeah. Thankfully, I still have my dad yeah. and a host of grandparents and great-grandparents and friends yeah. I can call. But your mom is your mom. But your mom is your mom. Yeah. Like, your mom is your mom. So, shout out to her, Megan, for continuing um, to just be her. And I'm glad that that although this album may not be the best to listen to or my favorite, I'm glad that she is doing what she's doing for herself. Yeah. That's also a big lesson you need to do what you need to do for yourself. Exactly. And I think another thing I put from, like, the interview and even some of the songs is that, like, you can have so many positive um, things going on in your career and like so many up and ups but like in your personal life mm. if you're struggling in that area mm. and you're you're going through and you're depressed and you have all these things going on sometimes because she even talked about sometimes she'd be like feeling like damn am I doing enough but it's like Megan you got like yeah. three Grammys you you have a song with what Beyonce enough. like literally like you have so much going on but that just goes to show right there like Thank God for those things. And thank God that we can achieve different goals. But, mm-hmm. like, if you're not happy inside yeah. for real, that shit really don't it matter. matter. It really don't. And I know that, like, definitely. Like, I, I've mm-hmm. definitely experienced that myself. It's like, if you have personal things going on and you're, you know, you're, you have successful things, you're going through things, whatever, but, and you're happy, like, oh, wow, I'm doing this. But sometimes when you're, like, in the midst of going through your personal things, and all this other positive things are happening to you, you're like, you're not even really taking in because mm-hmm. you're trying to deal mm-hmm. with the other personal you're doing stuff. Everything else, yeah. Right? And it's like, sometimes you, your people around you have to say, like, do you realize that you just did blah, blah, blah? Like, and do then you even, really? But even still in that moment, you're probably like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, my God. Now, what am I going to do over here? That'll yes. Yeah. Yes. So it really takes yourself yes. to put to take yourself out of whatever Ever. is happening to really be like okay wow i really am that girl period <laughs> um like i really am doing the things like i really yeah sometimes yeah. you got to step back and like smell the coffee and like yeah. realize like what is really going on and i have to remind myself that all the time because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're running and you're getting stuff together and you're working you do all this stuff you don't really take into account like wow i just accomplished this or mm-hmm wow i you know i'm doing this or whatever but also to me it's just another reminder that your mental and personal life is always the most important to me always outside of the success mm-hmm. all that stuff is amazing but like as long as you are internally happy content yeah, and just it's hard okay with everything in life yeah mm-hmm. that's all that really matters I yeah, agree. that's all that matters so remember that, guys. Love you, Megan, and we, love you so we much. wish much, much success. Yes. Continued success, success. Personally, professionally, yes. Mentally, mentally, emotionally, yes. all those things. Love that for you, babe. Yes, love that for you. So, mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. The season. Child. I'm snoring. Literally. I'm I'm snoring. <laughs> I'm I'm not same even like argument. Same, same argument. People. Same people. Same fake reads. Bravo know how to edit, though, because mm-hmm. they edit these trailers like something is really going on. But it really isn't. It and it's no shit. But my good friend over at um, Aaron, at the house of Aaron, shout out to Aaron, um, reported that there may or may not be a possibility that Portia will be asked to return mm-hmm. to the World Housewives of Atlanta. 
but here is the gag. Guess how much is on the table? How much money is on the table? Five million dollars. There's a possibility they'll be offering it. her. Would you take it? If I was Portia. But at the same time, Portia's getting very That's much. That's what I'm saying. One week London. Five next week million France. dollars to Portia right now is probably like 50 cents. Probably that's probably gonna go into that's how probably much gonna is be Simon coin. I know he got a good coin. Well, let's look but it how up. How much is the what coin? What is Simon's net worth? Yes, because what's his last name? Gopati or something. His oh. net worth in 2022 is approximately 40 million dollars. Mm. I mean, that's a lot. But that we don't really know if that's if it's more than that or if it's less than that. But I feel like five million is a I cute little like pickup. That's a lot. Yeah. But for is that for one season, though? I would assume. Because I hope it ain't no, like, oh, 05 million two-year contract, because it would have been a hell what no. Is, what if it's $5 million per episode? No, I'm oh, kidding. Girl, <laughs> please. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But no, I feel like it's $5 million per season, or for the season. Per season. Oh, I, would, I mean, I would take it, but then again, it's like, eh. Didn't she already leave, though? Like, one time? Once before? I don't think so. I think it's the first time. Oh. Nini was the one that was always leaving. Yeah. Nini and No, Nini left one time. Oh yeah, yeah. And Kim Zosiak left a lot and Sheree just wasn't getting hired. Sheree leaves and comes back and leaves and, and comes, comes back, back. and leaves. Sheree, if you don't close my door and stop letting out my good air, <laughs> that is how I feel right now. Girl. Do you think Sheree's gonna come back? At this point, Sheree. I'm just bored with Sheree. I'm sick of the little story with her little fake relationship with Martel from Child. whatever. All they little drama, 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 drama. But one note about Simon, I was re- looking at Portia's page the other day. And, I mean, he looks different now. Like, I don't know if they be using a little Facetune or he did something to make himself look a little younger. Like, he wasn't like, he didn't look so old in the beginning, but he doesn't look, he looked like, Simon, you might be a little cute. <laughs> and Simon was not looking like that in the no, beginning, child. I, think you, I just read the numbers to you, and now Simon looking a little cute. Simon, got, no, no, no. <laughs> I said forty million. You said, <laughs> Simon, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna tell Portia. Listen, when he was on there with Fallon, he did look a little different. He looked different. Now I'm not saying he looked so old or nothing, yeah. but he did not look. If you look at, I mean, Portia could be because y'all know she be using um. The face little face tunes yeah. and all that, cause somebody. So maybe um, she's using it. I think maybe she putting it on him, maybe because he looked just. I said, uh-uh. Yeah, I <laughs> not you said you. <laughs> not you said Simon was attractive. Uh, uh Simon. Simon got a little face tune number two or something on his face. Not face tune number two. <laughs> no, but I'm speaking of face tune. Did all of the housewives be going too far with the face tune? And it's like half of y'all are already pretty. Nini needs to relax. Nini looks like Portia. Literally, that picture like Nini do not look like that. They all used two. It was a picture mm-hmm. of Cynthia and somebody. Cynthia's very bad at it. Not bad, but like she is very yeah. good at using. Face yeah, tunes. it was her and someone else in the picture, and, so, and I seen it on Twitter. And somebody was like, "Y'all need to let the face go," because <laughs> it's like seriously, y'all do not look like that. People are literally like, I'm not against using filters. I use filters sometimes too, yeah. but. I'm sorry. I'm cute in real life. Yeah, I mean, I use a filter. You know, I have, I have used to have really bad acne and still do kind of 
suffer from it a little but bit. But that's normal. That's um, so yeah, but like, I'm not changing my nose shape. That's I'm what I'm saying. I'm not lifting up my like, cheek. Right, where your whole face look reconstructed. Like, it don't even look like you at all anymore. And Cynthia's beautiful. Yeah. In person, they're she's... all beautiful. They're all pretty. So it's just like... I'm not saying nothing wrong with using a little filter now. Again, I do use filters on some of my pictures. But it's like the regular Instagram ones. It's not like I'm not... I mean, even if you did go use Photoshop or something like that, it's not wrong with that. I'm not saying that. But don't go overboard. Don't go y'all. overboard. Like y'all giving yourselves looking uh, like what's, what's the Steve word? Harvey with the little blurred face, a little bald. Don't do potato. your man like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do your man like that. I am. <laughs> don't do your boyfriend like that, I am bro. Crying. No, listen. But yeah, they go overboard. They go over with the face, so you have to relax. Even um. A couple months ago, I seen Chris Brown's mom. Mm-hmm. Now, so I got to show you her. I don't even remember her Instagram name. But it was like, she uses like an extreme filter, Benji. Like, it's like, what she does, does do? not look like that. Like, in, in real life, she looks like 25 in the pictures. But like, for real, she does not look like that in real life. Like, y'all, just be yourself. Just be yourself, babe. Just be yourself. Like, it's just, it's just. It's too much, but I'll show it to you later. Okay. So recently, um, Diddy, Sean, Combe, Love, Love, Puff Daddy, Puff Bad Daddy. Boy Entertainment, yes. so on and so Carisha forth. Carisha Man. Carisha. Ooh. <laughs> Posted on Twitter or mm-hmm. tweeted, "Who killed R&B?" Now, this is an age-old question that I feel Child. like the older Every generation seconds, have been asking. Yeah, that. R and B is dead. What exactly killed R and B? I don't know. Do you think R and B is no. dead? No, I hate when they keep saying that because it's like a smack in the face to some of our generation that mm-hmm. is huge in R and B and soul and neo soul. Like I yes. think it's just like at this point, I would literally put a list, a running list on the video to show mm-hmm. as all the literal still R and B people, up. a whole list. Yeah. We have Jasmine Sullivan, we have Ari Lennox, we have Summer Walker, we have Janae, we have Chris Brown, we have and Trey Songz, I don't Chris like him. Brown? Chris Brown is R&B. Chris Brown's R&B? I mean, he's R&B pop. R&B pop. But he makes a lot of love, sex songs and all that. I don't know if he's R&B though. I ain't gonna say he R&B. Um, he has... I'll say like, R&B pop. Yeah, R&B but pop. But more yeah. pop. Um, who else we have? You got the Van newer Jess. Girls. Oh, yes, Van Jess. Who I love. Yes. You got, um, what's that boy name? There is plenty of R&B girls from our generation, the millennials and the Gen Zers that we have. Yeah. And I don't appreciate all the old folks always trying to say that all the time. It's just like a constant conversation over and over and over, over again. And, over again yeah. and it's like... But what's making them say that? Are they saying that because their faves are no longer oh, making Kalani. music? Kalani. Kalani. Tink. Like, there's... Who is Tink? You don't know Tink? Tink and the Bangas. <laughs> what? Who is Tink? Tink. She's an artist. She's from Chicago, but she has, like, tons of... Tons of music. R&B music. She's good. You should listen. You probably heard her music for her. I probably know who this is. Y'all, I ha- I'm so Child. bad with name recognition. I really be like, who? She's our age too, but she's been out for a long time. Oh my god, no, I've never heard of Tink. Yes, twenty fourteen. Yeah, oh, she's been out for a minute. Yeah, she's like our age, literally. She's like in her twenties. Girl, I thought she was talking about Tank and the Bangas. 
Oh no, not Tank. Victoria Monet. Oh, I love Victoria yes. Monet. Like, come on, Miguel. Miguel. Like, stop playing Eric Bellinger. Yeah, come they're on. there. So, what was the I mean, conversation older, like? What is 30s, that? But I just, I don't know. I feel like the older generation always trying to like discredit our generation like oh r&b is dead and blah 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 blah. but it's just like yeah i mean it's a cycle honestly and truly i realize that it that that type of thought process is the constant cycle right and like, if you feel like it's dead then get some new artists diddy diddy hello you're the main you're the main exactly. one with the power to do so so what you mean exactly lma there's plenty other of the young LMA. and rising boot up she has a lot of songs Benji, you just don't listen to her, but she has great mixtapes, like R&B mixtapes. She has way more songs than Boot Up, trust me. Comment below if you listen to LMA. Maybe it's just the... Bada, Boot Up. She has mad songs, Benji. Okay. She does. Sure. I know, I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. No, but, she literally you know. does, though, seriously, though. She yeah, really does she have does. mad songs. Really but, does. I mean, everybody may obviously not listen to, <laughs> listen to her, obviously. Shout out to LMA. <laughs> yeah, some of the girls that's coming up, you know. Yeah. And but I do feel though that the R and B, especially with the guys, they're not as emotional as the no. older guys. Like I do miss. Mm. I mean, um, they're emotional, but they're not like. You forgot about her. Oh yeah, her. Her and what's the guy that be singing? Uh, oh, Daniel Caesar. Oh, that's when they got canceled. Yeah. Yes. Daniel Caesar. Ooh, he goes. It's so, and it's only people that we that are still kind of like undergroundish that mm-hmm. that like I've heard that I don't like they're not no, like they're huge stars and yeah. stuff like that. But I think it is. But I do feel like it's not as like crying in the rain and all that no mm-hmm. more. Like it's not that. But I don't I mean, know. It just Things shifts. It 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 shifts. it shifts. Yeah, it shifts. And then we also have, excuse me, we also have the introduction of like electronic music. So a lot of the backing. Like, a, a lot of the instrumentation of the music has changed. And so maybe that's what he's referring to. But it's not... I don't feel like it's been a bad change. I just feel like it just... Things progress over time. And that was one yeah. of the progressions. And things change. But I do, I love R&B. Like, yeah. over everything, love R&B. Like, love listening to Monica and Brandy. And Shout out to Monica and Brandy. Faith Evans. And, like, yeah. these are people my mom listened to. When I was a kid, so it was like this is this that's the type of music that was on um yeah. that was on V one one point five. Shout out to Duval. Y'all know what V one one point five is. I miss Dang. that well, I don't say I miss, but like that type of music. Charlie yeah. Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Um Mariah. Mar- Mariah? Yes. Do you I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. Mariah gives me pop. I mean I guess she is R and B. But no, she gives me pop. She has pop songs. She has crossover for okay, sure. Okay, so then that's the thing. But though. she definitely so, has all of her, like most of her, not all, but she definitely has a few solid R and B. So what makes an artist an R and B artist versus a pop artist? What makes Mariah I mean, Carey an R and B artist? I think literally just releasing R and B music. I mean, some of the is Beyonce R and B or is she pop? I feel like she's like a mix. I feel like she has some R and B and she has mm-hmm. pop. Like, um, what is pop? Is pop like a sound, or is pop just literally popular music? I, That's an age old question. I think it's like popular music. Like it kind of is not. It's like radio hits, mm-hmm. things you could put on the radio. I mean, some R and B songs you can, but like 
radio pop hits like how Nicki Minaj did like super bass and yeah. things like that to me that's like crossing over like when Chris Brown I'm trying to think of like yeah times three and like those type songs that are like yeah. pop songs but your man ain't me and popping and all that from the first album from Chris Brown those are most definitely R&B songs like his whole first album was pretty much R&B he didn't get into the pop stuff until like, later, a couple later, later. years down the line. Um, yeah. Rihanna, some people feel like Rihanna is, is just a pop artist. I think she mostly does have pop music. Yeah, I don't think art. But she has a couple, like, you know, She has a couple R&B, yeah. Love, and Dovey, but I don't... But, yeah, she's mostly... And then there's, like, the intersection with, like, neo-soul. Like, Janae yeah, is looked at as more, like, a neo. Yeah, I don't really... I mean... And even Ari, some people feel like she is, but I feel like she's more so, like, soulful. I don't feel like she's I don't like. Because when I think of Neo Soul, I think of like. Jennifer. I mean, not Jennifer. Uh, Jill. Yeah. Scott. <laughs> I think yes. Jennifer Hudson. Hell no. Jill Scott. I think of um, Erica Badu. Yeah. I think of. What's that lady? I am not my hand. NDRE. Yeah, almost, I think of that. NDRE. Like, See, it's so funny because it's so funny. Like when you grow up and we talk about like things that our parents listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thing. I always just love music because, like, my mom played, like, such a range mm-hmm. of artists. Like, yeah. of course, the Mary J. Blige, the Faith, mm-hmm. the Mariah Carey, the down to, like, the Shanties and all of those people, Aaliyah and Eve and Pink. My mom listened to Fergie. Like, she listened yes, to, like, Fergie. She, like <laughs> yeah, she listened to, like, all of the girls, like, mm-hmm. the guys. Like, so that's why I've just always loved music so much because my mom definitely, like, it's had so a good mix. It's so interesting how our parents, like, play such a vital mm-hmm. role because, like, as you said that, I'm thinking, like, damn, she is right. My grandma, Granny Grand, I would be in the car with her and she's playing, like, you know, she's a, she's, Obviously, she's older. So, she's playing, like, 60s music. Mm-hmm. She's playing 70s, you mm-hmm. know, like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, Diana Ross, Tess yes. LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Don't give me the start naming them old, old yes. singers because I'm going to mess them up. Gladys but Knight. she's playing Gladys Knight. She's playing all those. I'm stealing her um, vinyls. Mm-hmm. Like, so I have that. Mm-hmm. My other grandparents, they're, like, no secular music. Yeah. So I'm listening to Clark Sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to yeah. uh, the Georgia Mass Choir. My dad, listen, gangster rap mm-hmm. was the only thing in the car. Yeah. So I'm listening to Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to mm-hmm. DMX. I'm getting that flavor. And my mom, she brings in the R&B, but, like, the mm-hmm. 90s R&B, yeah. the pop. Mm-hmm. And then my own life, I'm you know, listen yeah. to Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny how like you're so right. Like our parents and the people that we Around. that bring us up like Aunties really do influence. They influence the music you listen to. Yeah. Do you feel like so? Obviously, like I'm from. So yeah. do you feel like? Because I heard a lot of people say like, for instance, for us, for like being from like New York and upstate New York, it's like um, Foxy Brown and Little Kim were like yeah. our. People, mm-hmm. do you feel like Trina and like the girls of the South and like Jackie O and like all these, mm-hmm. all those ladies? Like, do you or even Kaya? I mean, some people mm-hmm. like Kaya, but do you feel like those were? I mean, we're we're obviously a little younger, but do you feel like like did your mom listen to Little Kim too, or did she more <laughs> so listen to like more the Florida based girls? So my mom rules on a rap girl. Okay, my dad. Oh yeah, dad. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Um, but with him, no, I. Did not listen to Little Kim 
or or Foxy Brown or even and I feel bad saying this, but or even realize who they were until like later later down the line, like maybe late middle school, early mm-hmm. high school. Well yeah, I mean we probably shouldn't have been listening to their music. I mean, anyways, yeah, we shouldn't but, have, we but you know, know. But in the car right. <laughs> it was definitely more of like Trina. Trina. More yeah. trick daddy. Right. Um Kaya only had like Yeah. You know, a couple of little songs. But yes, she was definitely so I I will say yes, geographically speaking that did influence yeah. who we would be listening to. Obviously, exactly. because Trina is from Florida. Like, we're going to spin her in, on the radio. We're going to spin her at the club. I mean, I wasn't at the club when I was 12, but <laughs> we were spinning it. We were going to spin it. I remember, yeah. what's the song? Um, I got a uh, so big like, like the, the sun. Club, Baby, yeah. why were we in third grade singing that, singing that on the playground? Child, we were singing Kaya's song. Excuse me, Kaya's song. Which one? Steer. Mm-hmm. Steer. No. Oh, uh, my neck. My neck. neck. Yeah. Why well, went to the two girls? Why went to the other one? Like that's the most famous <laughs> one. But yeah. But yeah, no, we listen to her too. But I think that's funny how it's like a difference, or like mm-hmm. New York people, like it's Jay Z and yeah, all those people versus like, like you said, some of the more like southern based people from mm-hmm. like if you're in Florida or Georgia or wherever. Like we have a different people that are like our. Our people. top, top. Our top now, people. I mean, I'm sure Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown and T.I. and whoever else was in other areas of the world, I'm sure they were still being played. But, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Florida girls are always going to be, yeah. you know, right. top. Well, I think that brings us to who we're raising a glass to this yes. week. Who, who needs who a drink, honey? Who we're giving it to. Well, I would like to give a uh, raise a glass to Nipsey Hussle mm-hmm. because it was his birthday on Monday, and he also received um, a Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame star. Absolutely. So, congratulations and rest in peace, Nipsey. Happy yes. birthday. And your legacy literally will live on. Yes. Forever. And I want to also raise a glass and give my drink to Keenan Thompson, who also received a uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is, I feel... Long overdue. Very long overdue. Um, considering the body of work that Keenan has, like, yeah, garnered, like a child star that ha- he's another child star that has made a very seamless transition into adult acting. So, yes. shout out to you, Keenan. Shout out to you, um, Keenan Kells, one of my favorite shows. Yes, Even though I didn't really watch it, like when it first came out, I he I was a baby. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> the reruns on Nick at Night or on Nickelodeon, they got me. Yes. So, classics, yes, classics, classics. Well, I think that wraps us up. That brings yes. us to the close of this episode of Cocktails and Culture. Yes, it's really fun. Yes, as always, I love sitting down with Brigitte and just chatting. So, yes. thank you for being you, and thank you guys for being here and yes. listening and joining in the conversation. Yes, join us. Comment below. Interact again. Subscribe, like, share the video. Yes. Follow us on our social platforms, which will be linked in the description box below. Um, listen to us. We're on all of the things, yes. all the audio platforms, the YouTube, things. everything. So make sure you tune in and stay locked for the yes, next episode. Yes. And we will see you yes. next time on Cocktails and Culture. Cheers. Cheers.